Hey listeners, before we do that thing we do where we start the show, I'd like to make two announcements. One, we are now living in a post- Parasite Best Picture World. Isn't that amazing? And two, last week was Valentine's Day, and we forgot to mention that it was our one year anniversary. Happy one year to us, Nate. Yeah, also this week is our 50th episode. I feel like that's more of a way to count it since like we do miss weeks sometimes. Yeah. We try not to. I guess we missed two in the last year because mm-hmm. we're two weeks off, but... Yeah. uh 50 episodes. 50 episodes. One year of podcasting. One year, yes. Awesome. Amazing. To another 50 and another year. Yes. Maybe to another more. 50 episodes and more listeners. You're listening to Movie. Movie. Film. Film. It's a podcast where for 50 episodes running, we pick flicks and decide if they're movies or films. That's what we've done 50 times. I'm still Nate, and all men are created equal. No matter how hard you try, you can never erase those words. And I'm Terrell. And we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. That's uh, Malcolm X? Yeah, it is. It's also or, a direct quote of Malcolm yeah, X. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, unlike the movie we're doing today, Selma, they actually had the rights, I guess, to uh, Malcolm X's words. Yeah. Uh, mine was from Milk. Oh, my, okay. My second Harvey favorite. Milk. Yeah, my second favorite historical movie about a political movement. No, it was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Today we're talking about Selma. Yes, we are. And we'll we'll talk about it real soon. We just got one trailer to talk yeah. about first. One little trailer. A little Hulu movie that's mm-hmm. having a small theatrical run. Mm-hmm. Might make some money. Looks like the kind of thing that'll get the teenagers out. It's called Big Time Adolescence. Yes, yeah, uh, coming of age, right? Yeah, I hope you're ready for Pete Davidson, the movie star, because <laughs> it's coming. happening. He's yeah. got this, and then uh, Judd Apatow is doing a movie starring him. Yeah, soon. This year? I think they already shot it. Okay. The King of Staten Island. Okay. But in this one, uh, Pete Davidson plays like the older sketchy friend of yeah. like a 16-year-old high schooler. So he's playing himself? Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. know if he hangs out with 16-year-olds. <laughs> I think he hang- hangs out with like 30-year-old women, but... Probably, yeah. Or 40, however old Kate Beckinsdale is. No judgments. No judge. Um, It's a kid from the Netflix series American Vandal. He's good. Getting mm-hmm. some more voiceover work, I guess, because he's narrating this, because it's a coming-of-age movie. Mm-hmm. It, it looks fun. Uh, yeah. Raunchy. A romp. Uh, but, like, pretty funny, actually. I yeah. didn't want to like it. Yeah? <laughs> uh, John Cryer's in it. He's uh, the dad the of dad? the child. Was that um, Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, he's in it, too. Yeah. Um, I feel like he pops up every now and then. He's getting, like... He's getting booked in Hollywood. Mm. Yeah. What's happening? That guy has probably had industry connections since he was born. I don't know his story, but... Me neither. His, the fact that he's just is all over the place, rapping and, and acting, acting yeah. and, like, not that good. Yeah. Kind of in the middle of both. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, One thing in the trailer didn't love... Only because I loved it so much in Booksmart and now am going back to other coming-of-age movies. This seems to be a new cliche. Jumping in the pool? The jumping in the yeah, pool. Yeah, the jumping in the pool. That's, I guess that's a thing now. Um, 
to show <laughs> I don't know the coming of age, the yeah. diving into the deep the end of maturity. The, I loved it in Booksmart. Yeah. Uh, pretty well done in Eighth Grade as well. Another mm. coming of age movie recently. Yeah. I guess now that we have cheap like, cameras that can go underwater, they're they're I, doing it. I feel like that's also like a '90s teen movies trope as well. Mm. Like uh, now I can't think of any. It's it's. Uh, yeah, it's like there's a house it's party. Jennifer, and a, Jennifer Love Hewitt one. And is that Cruel Intentions? No. No, she's not in that. What's but there is in? a pool in Cruel Intentions mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, a trope. Yeah, it's definitely a trope. Um, we'll see if the effectiveness, the, the emotional resonance of those kinds of scenes uh, last. I don't think they will. Right. Love books. If you haven't seen Booksmart, watch that. That's also on Hulu. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. But big time adolescence looks uh pleasing. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see uh we'll see more Pete Davidson. Yeah, as much as most people probably don't want him to be a right. fixture of American he's the entertainment. New SNL star. Yeah, who's barely on SNL if you watch it, which sadly I do. Yeah. He's like not even on it that much. Yeah. There's always jokes about how he's not on it. Yeah, isn't he didn't he say he was going to rehab or something like that? Like is yeah, that maybe. what's happening? Also, I guess shooting movies. Yeah, about playing <laughs> druggy characters as well. So Well, the, I doubt he has range. <laughs> it's a classic comic thing where you take the comic persona or perhaps in this case persona. Right. Um one day he's gonna use that pain for uh Oscar worthy performance. I'm sure Judd Apatow's gonna make him cry in the third or fourth hour of his movie because Judd Apatow Ooh, makes these long He makes these long dramatic comedies. Um that that's all that, I got. Yeah, that's Big it. time adolescence. Yeah, I don't got much to say. Yeah. Much else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh let's get right in. I think it'll be an in depth discussion. I did include this on my top ten of the decade yeah. list. Uh so so clearly I have a lot to say about Selma. He's got supporters. Detroit, New York, Los Angeles, inciting large-scale arrests and sympathy marches. I'm very aware of that, Mr. Hoover. What I do know is he's nonviolent. What I need to know right now, what's Martin Luther King about to do next? Mr. President, Dr. King is here. Mr. President, in the South, there have been thousands of racially motivated murders. We need your help, Dr. King. This thing's just gonna have to wait. It cannot wait. You got one big issue, I got 101. Summer it is. Here is the next great battle. Selma's the place, and they read it. Dr. King! I tell you, that white boy can hit. We will not tolerate agitators attempting to orchestrate a disturbance in this state. It is unacceptable that they use their power and keep us voiceless. Those that have gone before us say no more. People actually say they're going to kill our children. They're trying to get inside of your head. What happens when a man stands up, says enough is enough? We build the path as we came, rock by rock. This cell is probably bugged. It probably is. We must march. We must stand up. You march those people into rural Alabama, it's got to be open season. May I have a word? There's no word to be had. The people. 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 The
70 million people watching. These pictures are going around the world. We must make a massive demonstration. White, black, and otherwise. Come to Selma. I heard about the attack of innocent people. I couldn't just stand by. Looks like an army out there. This revolution goes on and on. This revolution goes on and on. My eyes have seen the glory. What happens when a man stands up, says enough is enough? Selma is a 2014 American historical drama directed by Ava DuVernay and produced by... I don't care who it's produced by. Oh, Oprah is one, <laughs> is one of them. So I guess that's why it's listed. Screenplay was written by Paul Webb. Looked him up. He's a white guy. Apparently, Ava rewrote 90% of it. Okay. including all of Martin's speeches. They notably didn't have the rights to uh, any of Martin Luther King's speeches because they, Martin Luther King estate sold that to, to DreamWorks for, for a, a movie that never got made, I uh, guess. So they're just holding it hostage. I guess so. Oh, man. Okay. Um, But they may do. Right. Uh, it sure feels like King's words. Yeah. Um. It follows the events leading up to and during the Selma to Montgomery marches, mm-hmm. the resulting establishment of the Voting Rights Act of 1965, which prohibited racial discrimination in voting in the U.S. I love this one. You love it? I know we've been talking about biopics yeah. lately, and if you've listened to those episodes, you know I really struggle with this genre. Mm-hmm. This one... I don't even know if it's a biopic. No, it doesn't feel like a biopic. Because it's not about Martin. It's about Selma. It's yeah. called Selma. It's about the movement, the event. Yeah, it's like this historical event that just features Martin Luther King. You get the added there. bonus of yeah. like an intimate portrait yeah. of the professional and yeah. private life of Martin Luther King Jr. But it's not an origin story. No. In any way. We'll get to the opening. But yeah, I love... There's... Like, when you think movie about Martin Luther King, you think, I have a dream speech. Yeah. You think uh, the March on Washington. Mm-hmm. You think the assassination. Yep. Probably is the first thing people would yeah. think. Uh, none of that is in this. Yeah. But I think it's still a very compelling uh, picture. And what I like so much about it is just the... We get so much information about mm-hmm. just, this is what happened. This is how it happened. Mm-hmm. These are... Who were involved in the happenings. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just told with such, so much information, but you don't feel like you're being lectured. Yeah. Because there's like so many different ways that we get the information. Yeah. I like the way, I just like the way it's framed in like this one single event. Mm-hmm. The previous biopics that we've done has stretched as far as 20 years. Uh Ali was 10 years and, mm-hmm. and, um, what's love got to do with it was almost at least 20 years. We started with, uh, Tina Turner's childhood. Yes. Um, this one is right in the, in the, in the middle of the civil rights movement. Um, right in the middle of the, of the civil rights movement. And it doesn't stray far from, from that. Like it doesn't take years to do this. It takes maybe weeks, right? Um, I think it. Or months. I think it covers a, a year. It covers a year. All right. Well, the first. Uh, it's a. It's a. 
The first scene is 1964. Movie. The Voting Rights Act was passed in 65. Right. It's a much tighter. Uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate the focus. Um, I think a lot of biopics are. There's pressure to cover the whole life of, of people, but right. then it and it's hard to in do. Just hopping from this happened, then this happened, yeah, and, this and happened. you miss a lot of important things. Yeah. Um, had you had this been just a biopic, mm-hmm. Salma would have just been like this small footnote, maybe. It would have been called MLK yeah. or Martin or something. And we, we have those. We or have those I have a dream as well. We yeah. do. I know HBO did a did one where uh, Jeffrey Wright was uh, MLK. Mm. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, the opening of this movie just. Any uh, suspicions that this is just another biopic mm-hmm. goes out the window because uh, our protagonist, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., is already accepting his Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. So, like, he's there. He's arrived. Yeah. <laughs> it's not origin story at all. He's at the, the top of his powers. Yeah. The the very opening is uh, him practicing his acceptance speech yeah the prize it kind of looks like he's already giving a speech the way it's like framed the way it's lit yes but david oyelowo's uh uh the way he recites the words it's like very apathetic Mm -hmm. um not what you associate with dr king's uh language and delivery his his uh presentation yeah yeah um and yeah he, he like gives up on it like halfway through and says yeah. this isn't working yeah and you realize he's talking about the ascot yeah he's putting on the ascot which ends up being very nice looking credit was correct yeah um even though he wasn't feeling it um and are they're they're talking about pretty much settling down right buying a house and like getting roots so yeah you think uh for the past 10 years it's been about this fight that's what they've been about and they haven't been able to live the life that they wanted to live yeah you think about dr king's dream and it's a world where all men are created equal and whatever but not whatever (laughs) (laughs) etc is what i meant to say Mm -hmm. but in this opening scene martin's dream is settling down in a small town church being a pastor pastor Living with his family, spending mm-hmm. time with his family, raising the kids, and growing old. Yeah. With Coretta. And, uh, yeah, he feels very uncomfortable being in Oslo right now, mm-hmm. uh, putting on a suit and speaking to the Nobel Prize Committee. Yeah. Uh, when his uh, brothers at home are still definitely struggling. Yeah. Yeah, the fight is, uh, is far, from o- far from over. Mm-hmm. We get, and this is the second time that um, this has been, I guess, brought up on this podcast. So the second time we're viewing it, actually, we're actually viewing it happen is is the bombing of the church. Yeah, previously mentioned in Ali, which there's some overlap between those two, these two uh, pictures. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would just like to say their name Mm because I wanted to last time, but... I feel like it's happening a second time, so like now I have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And the little girls' names are Addie Mae Collins, Carol Denise McNear, Carol Rosman Robertson, and Cynthia Wesley. And those are the four girls that were killed in the bombing. 
and mm. uh in Georgia. Rest in power. Yes. Um in this in in, in this no, it's, the, uh, it's Birmingham. Birmingham. It's in Alabama. Um in in this depiction is is so um shocking. It's, it, I mean it's like uh yeah. It's it's yeah, it's shocking. We open like we see like this eerie frame. I think yeah, we they're talking about their hair. Yeah, and they want to wear Car- their hair like Coretta. Like Coretta. Yeah. Uh, just establishing that uh, Martin and Coretta yeah. are icons. Yeah. Truly. Uh, and they they have influence. And um, I'm watching it, I was just like, oh, it's, it's girls in a church. Is this the four girls? Mm-hmm. And Because there was a little boy there. Right. And then the little boy goes off. Mm-hmm. And then and they're going down the stairs, yeah. and then out of nowhere, the explosion, explosion happens. Yeah, and then there's a uh, some slow motion. The yeah. first of uh, I want to say a lot of slow motion in this, but there's definitely yeah. a lot of uh, harrowing scenes that are depicted with slow motion. Yeah, probably to pause and make you watch it. And yeah, really see focus it. in on it. Yeah, yeah. it's not like uh, explosions you're used to seeing. It. On screen. Yeah. Pretty uh, devastating. Mm-hmm. And we move from that to another scene of uh, maybe not as fatal, but as uh, some more horror. Yeah, disheartening. Um, so after, after you see something so upsetting than that, it is nice to just see Oprah on screen. <laughs> right. This, I mean, as we introduce more and more characters, you'll see this cast... I think it might be the best cast in a movie of the last it's, it's really however many sacked. years. Um, this was only six years ago, but now you can see how many of the people in this cast have been the lead of their own movie or TV show, and yeah. it's like most of the supporting cast. Yeah. So Oprah, obviously. Yeah. The star of Oprah. The star of Oprah. <laughs> you know Oprah. I don't even have to say Winfrey. Oprah of Oprah Magazine. So she's playing Annie Cooper. Yeah. And uh, in her first scene, she's filling out the paperwork, registering to vote. And this is a close-up on the paperwork. We see the name, Annie Clark. We see the date, 1965. And we see uh, under race, she writes Negro, mm-hmm. female Negro. She gets to... Uh, she's sitting on a bench waiting to uh, approach the clerk. Yeah, And the shot... It's like from the same angle up the stairs as we just saw the girls descending the stairs in the church before mm-hmm. uh, their murder. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> Power, she, powerful filmmaking. She's just, she's trying to vote. She's the last one to be seen. And this isn't her first go around. She's been denied before. She's trying to make sure everything is right. Mm-hmm. Um. The clerk is a prick. Yeah. He's a prick. Um, and she's like, everything is right. And he's just like, it's not right until I say it's right. And it is right. And he, he makes can't her, get her on that. He makes her recite the preamble of the Constitution, mm-hmm. which she knows. She knows it. And she says, all men are created equal. Yeah. And uh, he cuts her off. And then he asks her how many county judges there are in Alabama. Is it 57? 67. 67. She knows. Yeah, she knows. 
But um, yeah, he he just re- there's always something else. There's always something him else. To yeah, suppress votes. And uh, he wants her to name all, all sixty-seven. Yeah, yep. which is just like a very unfair question that many people won't know. And that isn't required. Not yeah, it's not a requirement by white folks registering yeah. to vote. And so she's denied. Mm-hmm. And our next scene is uh, Lyndon B. Johnson, played by Tom Wilkinson. And his staffer, Giovanni Rapisi. I'm sure this was historically accurate, but his his name is Mr. White. Mr. White? Yeah. White Lee, right? Um, What? No, Lee White. I said White Lee. Lee White. White, comma Lee. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And they're uh, prepping before a meeting with Martin Luther King. Yeah. And uh, LBJ's kind of lamenting the fact that he even has to meet with him. He says, we just ended segregation. Why yeah. Why is he coming back? What's wrong? Yeah. Like, as if that was the end of the civil rights movement. That, yeah. Um, and then we get the meeting. Yeah, we get the meeting. Martin Luther King Jr. in the Oval Office, in his second scene in the in the picture, mm-hmm. already uh, has access to figures in power. Yeah. And... President, well, MLK is going there because he has his own plan, but mm-hmm. LBJ also has his own plan. And pretty much LBJ wants uh, Martin to abandon whatever it is that he wants in favor for his new his new plan. Yeah, Martin wants uh, federal legislation for blacks to be able to vote and for there to be enforcement mm-hmm. of that legislation. Uh, LBJ kind of brushes that off and says his administration's priority is this new war on poverty, which right. is a, a pretty uh, convenient way to just ignore uh, yeah. racism and just look at uh, the poor population. Yeah. Now, LBJ, well, I'm, I'm going to talk about him in terms of the movie. Um, right. One of the controversies. Yeah. Which I, I think is bullshit. Um because he comes around at the end, and yeah. that matches history. People have said that uh, LBJ is painted as the villain mm-hmm. of this movie. I don't think that's true. I don't think he is the villain. He is just an opposer. Yeah, if if it's not completely historically accurate, it's. Uh, I mean, it's it's a movie. Yeah, you got to condense things. You got to mm-hmm. take traits from different figures. Mm-hmm. And LBJ, LBJ in this movie uh, stands in not only for Lyndon B. Johnson, but also just the federal government. Mm-hmm. He's the only figure of the federal government that we interact with. So. Yeah. So LBJ says that his proudest moment is him uh, ending segregation in mm-hmm. the South, um, but then turns around and says, "Well, all segregation." isn't ended in the south so we really can't help you with that Mm -hmm. so he's kind of contradicting himself yeah he's pretty much just telling martin you gotta wait right to vote we'll have to wait just a while Mm -hmm. and uh he's surf serving yeah he wants the the civil rights uh agenda to uh move at his pace Mm mm-hmm uh, the pace of his administration, and but Martin doesn't have time for that. He realized no, the, the weight of the situation mm-hmm. and what's at stake at here is not only the right to vote, but people's lives. 
Yeah, if we don't have the right to vote, we can't elect people into office to change the laws that are uh, hurting the populations that are killing people that are, uh, we, we don't have a voice. Yeah, we don't have a voice. Like, he, I, I we can't serve like, on way, juries. We yeah, can't. yeah, the way, like, he laid that out is, like, so black people are being killed by by white people and then the white people aren't being convicted because they are then met with an all white jury mm-hmm. in order to be a jury member you have to be able to vote mm-hmm. now black people can't vote well then nothing's going to change in the courts mm-hmm. so he leaves that that meeting and it's just like selma selma it is yeah so here's our here's our right away yeah. right away with the, in this movie we get the the conflict Mm-hmm. And uh, the plan to overcome that conflict is we got to go to Selma. Yeah, that's it. Because he gets out of the meeting and he talks to uh, Mr. Young, Andrew, Andrew Young. Young, played by Andre Holland. Yeah, this fucking the, cast. This I'm going to keep doing this every time we announce someone. Uh, yeah. And uh, said, all right, we're going to Selma. Yeah. And uh, we go to Selma. Yeah. And in, in this car, <laughs> we get... Andre Holland, Coleman Domingo, Tessa Thompson, uh, Coleman Domingo's uh, Ralph Abernathy, mm-hmm. uh, Tessa Thompson is Diane Nash, mm-hmm. the, uh, these giants of the civil rights movement. And uh, the way the this movie moves away is framed, or the way like, okay, so like these title typings come up, like FBI uh, files, and these are um, actual words that the the fbi used right yeah, you see the the seal of the federal bureau yeah. of investigation followed by like typewriter text on screen yeah and that's how how we get their names and they refer to um diane nash as a female agitator mm-hmm. yeah um this device of Wild. Uh, giving the exposition in the form of the fbi's tabs on the movement mm-hmm is a really, really interesting way to inform audiences of what's going on, but also, and it definitely took multiple viewings for me to catch up on this, but it's from the start, the FBI is telling the story. Yeah. They're narrating, mm-hmm. but that shifts as, and as we go through, I'll bring that up, it shifts as the, as it progresses. But yeah. right now we're learning from what the FBI is saying from their, uh, perceptions of the events yeah from their intel speaking of fbi we get dylan baker who might not be a name you know but if you saw his face you know he's his face. he's he's a character actor he's a that guy yeah um he's playing j edgar hoover yeah um, he's so diabolical as as hoover hoover's he's like hoover's he's a, one of the looks like biggest monsters goes, in american yeah. history <laughs> and he is he is uh presented as such mm-hmm. um and he like without any like hesitation offers to makes this offer you know we can like shut down men with power yeah we have a way to permanently and unequivocally shoot him down and lbj says i know yeah uh, lbj famously took office after the assassination of jfk many people believe hoover probably has something to do with that mm-hmm. i don't know why i'm whispering right. the FBI listening? <laughs> maybe these mics are bugged uh so lbj is like i know <laughs> um um and but he's, he's not ready to take that route or yeah, he's yeah. not comfortable with yeah, lbj says i prefer way. him to to these militant malcolm x types yeah 
So Hoover concedes and says, okay, well, what we can do then is uh, weaken the family dynamic. Yeah, and LBJ agrees to that. Um, Not immediately. No, but I feel like the next, is the next scene not um, Coretta getting a call? Yeah, the FBI's doing stuff, but LBJ yeah. hadn't like okay. signed off on it yet. Okay, so yeah. yeah, the next scene we get the FBI seal on top of the screen with the typewriter text that uh, King's at home with his family. Get the date and time, so we're very aware that tabs are being kept. Yeah, and yeah, Coretta Coretta gets the call. Yeah, she's getting uh, threats, um, threats saying like. You don't really hear it in the movie, mm-hmm. but I know from, like, history class, she was getting threats, like, saying that they were going to bomb the house yep. and that they were going to kill their kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, that, that does that does worry her. Um, and her and M- MLK are, are having this conversation. And he tries to lighten up the mood by joking mm-hmm. about death, which is something right. that they did. Um, he, he did with his friends earlier when they were driving to Selma. Um, but she's not his friend. She's his yeah, wife, and it, so it doesn't roll over very well. In this, uh, I guess, second scene with Coretta, she's definitely at risk of like being the like archetypal wife in a biopic, like mm-hmm. the wife to the great man. Yeah, uh, she's kind of saying this great thing you're doing is getting in the way of our family and our yeah. love, and that's um, definitely a role that the women in these types of movies are often relegated to. But mm-hmm. Later on, she sheds that. Yeah. And that's something I like a lot, too. Yeah, she doesn't... She never asks him to stop. No. She just is concerned. Yeah, and yeah. voicing those concerns. Yeah. Um, we, we end this scene with um, a call from... Uh, we, uh, MLK calls Mahalia Jackson, mm-hmm. um, and she sings to him. Mahalia played by um, Lettucey. Has a, a phenomenal voice. Yeah. Great choice. Yeah, King says he needs to hear the Lord's voice. Yeah. Um, Wakes her up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Husband in bed next to her, but she she, she answers the call to to help. You know this great civil rights leader, which is I think mean, just a, a really cool thing that I mean he could do and that she was willing to do for him. It's, and po- she it's could, possible they were in an extramarital marital affair. Also. Maybe. Yeah. King King had uh yeah he had some women on the side yeah he did famously he did you're whispering that too <laughs> I don't, it's a secret <laughs> it's a secret <laughs> don't let the FBI know I mean we're reminded like midway through instead of the scene opening with the FBI text now we get he's on the phone and uh, Ms Jackson is singing and then we get the FBI text just uh, reminding us that they're listening yeah. We, uh, for that, uh, King tells Coretta that George Wallace, uh, the sheriff of Alabama, won't go down without a fight. Mm-hmm. No, George Wallace is the uh, the mayor, right? The, uh, the, governor? the governor. Sorry, he won't go down without a fight. And since we don't fight, seems like a good place, as good a place to die as yep. anywhere else. Yeah, setting the the stakes as if they weren't already mm-hmm. high. So back to Selma. Yeah. Gonna gonna go to Richie Jean Jackson's house, played mm-hmm. by Nisi Nash. <laughs> yeah, it was. What a tasty I don't know, guest. It, it, it's something about um this scene and Nisi Nash. It just makes me smile. She has uh just such a glowing presence yeah. and just um just yeah. greeting everyone so, into her home. So light. Yeah. Uh, 
this is the the house where the rest of the SCLC is staying. Mm-hmm. Also meet Common. Yeah, who's playing uh, James Orange and uh, Wendell Pierce, who's playing uh, Jose Jack Jose Williams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> How <laughs> we'll get we we get uh, to it. Yeah, we hear uh, that the, also the students are in town, and this is a it's a little bit of tension there. Yeah, uh, the 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 student organization known known as SNCC. Yep, um, invited them, right? Invited them, but um, you know they they said that you know they will feel a bit territorial. Yeah, and they do. And uh, now we're in church. Mm-hmm. It took a while to, to see King delivering a sermon, which is... Yeah, this is for speech. It's like his superpower, right? Yeah. His, uh, his speeches. Uh, finally get him in a church and we get to see that power. Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, he's talking about how without the constitutional right to vote, we have no say in our own lives. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely mirrored by in the story right now. They don't really have a say in the narrative flow of the story because it's kind of being narrated by the fbi yeah uh and we're introduced to jimmy lee jackson in the audience yeah um we also learn um from uh the fbi file uh that 700 people were there Mm -hmm. it was a big crowd a big turnout for this among them jimmy lee jackson played by lakeith stanfield Mm -hmm. i saw this uh i guess it was the year after maybe I forget what year it was. Uh, Short Term 12, his uh, first role in a movie. Mm-hmm. And then after that and this, I was like, I'm watching this guy. Right. And my oh my, has that paid off? <laughs> it has. Um, was was this movie before Atlanta? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah way okay. before Atlanta. Okay. Uh, so Jimmy Lee Jackson, uh, we see him clapping exuberantly, very passionate, mm-hmm. being the first one to stand during yeah. the standing ovation, mm-hmm. clearly uh, affected deeply by King's words. Mm-hmm. And um, then we're back at the at the courthouse with, uh, with um, Oprah, Snake. with Annie Cooper. No, I think before that is the scene where King's there to watch Annie Cooper try again to register, mm-hmm. right? And there's reporters there this time because mm-hmm. King is a celebrity figure. Mm-hmm. He brings that presence and he, he's wielding his influence. All right. Um, there's a, a reporter asking King about his practice of nonviolence. All right. And uh, is it really nonviolent if you're provoking violence? Um, but but yeah, I mean, that's, that's his whole MO is <clears throat> we have to show... That we're nonviolent and should demonstrate the violence of, yeah. of our oppressors. Yeah. And amplify. Um, then, uh, as an example, white man approaches King with his hand out to shake him. And punches him. Punches him instead. Yeah. And uh, he le- he lets it go. He walks away. He gets carried mm-hmm. away, pretty much. Yeah, and now we're... Compliments his punch. Yeah, right. <laughs> Now we're at the the meeting with Snick. Okay, now we're at the where we meet uh, John Lewis, mm-hmm. played by Stephen James. This, uh, I hadn't seen this. I haven't watched this in like two or three years. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't aware that who Stephen James was at the, the time, star yeah. of If Beale Street Could Talk and Homecoming series on Amazon. Uh, 
So yeah, just like <laughs> <clears throat> love it. And um, uh, Trey Byers, yes. uh playing James Foreman. Yeah, and they are the the two uh, leaders of uh, Snake of the student council. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see uh, a demonstration of the their disagreements about how to proceed. Yeah. In Selma. Mm-hmm. Um, King illustrates that Snick's whole uh, motive is to raise black consciousness. And yeah. there he commends their grassroots efforts. Yeah. But he uh, says, listen, that's great, but what I'm doing is raising white consciousness. Yeah. Particularly those in office, in the office of the presidency. Mm-hmm. And he lays it straight. What we do is negotiate, demonstrate, and resist. Yeah. And those are, I mean, just remember that because that's what follows. Yeah, that's what they do. Um, and, you know, uh, James uh, brings up Albany, which mm-hmm. I suppose turned out to be a failure. Yeah. Um, and they pretty much lay it out. Well, Martin Luther King Jr. lays it out that um, that pretty much failed because there were no cameras. There were no witnesses to, like, see how things went down. But he also says the sheriff did things humanely. He did things the correct mm-hmm. way. So they couldn't really um, fight it the way they wanted to. Right. Also, in Albany, they were fighting against segregation, which he says was everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. So it was unfocused. Yeah. This is just at the courthouse. We're fighting for vote, the right to vote. Yeah. So, so one yeah. place to go. It's... Uh, yeah, the Selma Courthouse, and now the the pace at which this uh, picture moves is just so brisk. And uh, I mean, it's I'm just gonna be gushing about this <laughs> the whole podcast. It's a someone's about the movement mm-hmm. and the way it, it moves <laughs> through right. is uh, with the the way it progresses through the story yeah. kind of mirrors that the mm-hmm. pace we get. I like this uh, shot. The voiceovers, and this happens throughout, where there will be one scene with a conversation and Martin's talking, the voiceover like kind of carries over into the next scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in this case, it's kind of like in like a heist movie where they're describing the heist. Yeah. And then we see them carrying out the heist while yeah. they're still describing mm-hmm. it. He's setting the stage. He's setting the stage of uh, their march to the Selma County Courthouse. And I, I like this scene because, um, yeah, there, there is that voiceover work. And then you see, you just see Martin and you see him from the back. You, and start you see with the him. suit, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, the the further they walk out, you see more men in suits, yep. right? And then the music kicks in. Mm-hmm. And then you see the whole front line. And then you start to see the people behind them mm-hmm. um, marching. Literally leading. Yeah. Literally leading and, this um, crowd. You can see the, the excitement. Mm-hmm. On their on their faces, especially um, and the horror Lakeith. on the horror of the of the white faces. Yeah, uh, just watching. standing by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially Keith, who's with his uh, grandfather. Yeah, he's with his grandfather and his mother and his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just excited, excited to be part of the movement after uh, I guess being act- activated by Dr. King. Yeah, and so when they reach. The, the courthouse mm-hmm. um, to show that they are nonviolent. They drop down to their knees and they put their hands behind their head. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are met with the oppressor. They're met with the police force. Uh, I'm talking about you guys are 
what you guys are doing is unlawful. And Martin speaks. Yeah, he says we're here nonviolently. Yeah. Come in peace. Yeah. We're here to register to vote. Mm -hmm. The law allows us to. Yeah. And the sheriff is just like, it's too many of you. You know that. You need to go home. And so... Um, they don't. They stay there. Yeah, they stay there. And the, they really don't. And I feel like... The, people, they try and they... They made it seem like Martin Luther King Jr. and his people were inciting violence, but they, they weren't. The, the oppressor was inciting violence right. just by being super aggressive. And so what the sheriff does, uh, Jim Clark, is he barges through. Mm -hmm. He knocks people over. And eventually he reaches Jimmy Lee and his grandfather and his mother. And because uh, Mr. Lee is uh, of an older age, he can't get down. He can't get yeah, down. Yeah, he orders them to get down. Yeah, and uh, he pretty much pushes them over. Jimmy Lee's advocating for his grandfather. He can't. Yeah. Hold on, we're trying. Yeah, and, and he's, not, to the ground. he's not being... He's just standing his ground. Jimmy mm -hmm. is just standing his ground. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not how it looks in the, in the eyes of the white officers. So they start to tussle with him. And uh, Oprah, what's her? Annie Cooper. Annie Intervenes. Cooper at this point is, is really like fed up. I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure they're all, they just have like this real intense feeling where it's like they're supposed to be nonviolent, but God damn it, I'm angry. I want to mm -hmm. do something. So she hits him aside the head. Right. And uh, she's taken down. Yeah. The camera goes down with Annie Cooper. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's almost in like. It was probably strapped to Oprah's body yeah. as she like fell down. Yeah, it's, it's almost in a, like a very Spike Lee-esque way mm -hmm. of how he does that shot of people moving, but they're not walking. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. And that becomes that becomes a headline. That becomes a front page um, picture and an article. Yeah, we in the see newspaper. LBJ receiving the the newspaper sees that headline while yeah. he's listening to a speech of uh, George Wallace, played by Tim Roth, mm -hmm. doing his best uh, racist Southern accent. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good yeah. racist Southern. And we accent. get we get that we get that um, voiceover shot of of Wallace giving his speech and uh, MLK getting his mugshot taken mm -hmm. he's going to jail yeah now martin and uh ralph abernathy are behind bars mm -hmm. we get a another uh, moment of vulnerability from yeah. uh from martin luther king jr yeah he's feeling fatigued he, he's he says what are we weary. what are we doing where are we leading these people yeah but but ralph uh breaks it down he says listen we're taking it piece by piece just like we've been doing yeah and this whole this whole shot is they're just engulfed in darkness, mm -hmm. and uh, I mean mainly Dr. King. He's got like just a sliver of light on his face. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, he's I mean it's a moment of darkness. He's not really feeling the light. Yeah, I know. Uh, he he spoke of the light in his real speeches as yeah God's light, but it's not there in in prison with him. Maybe just a little. Yeah, um, I guess it's not gone. It's Religion is what pulls him back, back together though. Mm -hmm. um, but he's like, they're gonna ruin me, so they can ruin this movement. You know, if any dirt 
any dirt they can find on mm-hmm. this man, they'll use it to, to end this movie. Yeah, he really feels the weight of uh, the responsibility of being, like, the figurehead. Yeah. Um, Enter Malcolm. Yeah, Malcolm comes. Um, and I'm glad we did Ali, because there was that scene at the beginning right. of Lee where he talked about the four little girls and wanting to go down to the South, but not being able to. Mm-hmm. It turns out he did. He went down there. Um, both movies... Yeah, this is later. Yeah, both movies depict Malcolm X like in his later in his later years Mm -hmm. when he's like changing, right? And even says that in his in in Selma in this movie, like he's like my eyes have changed. Um, But yeah, everyone is worried because he is the the white man's worst fear and also the uh, civil rights movements worst fear as well. Very vocal critic against uh, the nonviolent. Yeah. uh, movement yeah and i can i can i can understand why Mm -hmm. um because it looks like you're just letting black folk get beat up and there's nothing happening Mm -hmm. so you have these two sides you have fight back and then you have fight back but like don't do anything just Mm -hmm. it will happen passive and aggressive um we get a conversation between annie cooper and coretta scott king mm -hmm. because this movie passes the bechdel test yeah, got two. We don't talk about the Bechdel test on this. <laughs> Bechdel test. But I just noticed it. They don't talk about Martin in that in that uh, conversation. We have got two characters that have a name. Two female characters that have a name. Yeah, they have a scene together and they talk about something other than a man. They're just talking about the movement. Yeah. Um, and uh, Martin is like, you don't have to worry about me. I'm going to, I'm going to help you. I'm not going to hurt uh, this moment. By inciting violence. You mean Malcolm. Yeah, Malcolm. Um, yeah, and Malcolm we don't, and Coretta are now in a church talking. Yeah, we don't really get to see the speech. Um, we just... No. No. Um, we move next to uh, Coretta, and Coretta visiting Martin visiting and Joe. her husband. Yeah. yeah and he's, he's upset. Yeah, he's upset because he, he's heard that Malcolm's changed, but he doesn't fully believe it. Yeah. Coretta says, listen, he, he seemed very different. He said he'll be the alternative. He'll, mm-hmm. he'll drive whites to ally with you. Yeah. Like, he'll be the, the big thing. Like, maybe they'll look. If it's not Martin, it's this. So we better follow much, Martin. Yeah. Which is how it happened. Yeah. And it, it's weird because I guess it, in the end, you needed those two forces to, to come together, mm-hmm. to, to play together, to play on on white people's fears yep. of racist white people fears of like there's there's option a and then there's option b so which one is which one do you want to go with you know yeah um and he he in a moment of anger like accuses her of being enamored enamored with 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 him which you know to, he's the one yeah he's, he's the, the one, one that's yeah, cheated on back her, later so yeah. come on yeah, but he he takes it back, and he you see his hand come out from behind bars yeah. to hold and apologize. Out. Yeah, and uh, you know, as if this cast wasn't enough, now now we see Stephen Root, <laughs> uh, Milton from Office Space, yeah, Fuchs from Barry, yeah, y- you know him. He's in Get Out too. Great character actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pretty much, uh, talking about. Uh, Sheriff Clark and how they, he needs they to cool know down. he needs to cool down because they they can see that he's just playing right into Dr. King's hands by yeah. Dr. King's trying to get him to 
be violent against them so that they can show the rest of the world yeah. this is what's happening yeah um so they decide they need something else yeah so because they've well i was about to say because they bugged everything but they haven't bugged everything um but they do get word that there is going FBI, to be, yeah. yeah that there's going to be a march at night without without king so unofficial present. night march mm-hmm. which means king's out of town mm-hmm. it's night yeah there's no cameras yep they can get as violent as they want. And, yeah, and that's what we see. Mm-hmm. Uh, this night march, which is, yeah, not much light going on. It's happening in the shadows. Yeah. And it turns to violence very quickly. Very quickly. And uh, we see uh, Jimmy Lee Jackson and his uh, grandfather and his mother. And they, they run they into run a off. diner. Yeah, um... Other people are getting beat, but they make it, they escape, and they go into this restaurant and sit down um, and just try to pretend like they've been there the whole time so that uh, they're not caught. Mm-hmm. But it's to no avail because as soon as the right police away, walk in, yeah, right away. We just see the, the billy club strike down on uh, his grandfather's yeah. back. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jim Lee Jackson starts to fight back. Yeah. And then... Shots are fired. We get more slow mo as yeah. uh, he falls to the ground. Yeah, murdered. Yeah, Jimmy is shot by a police officer, and it, it, it's so crazy because he gets shot, and the police officer just walks out. You don't even see the officer's face. You no. really don't see any of the officer's face. I can't remember one face. No, we don't focus on this. The picture doesn't focus on the white faces yeah. at all. Um. But yeah, he shoots him and then walks out, and that's it. And we don't we don't know who killed him, and I, I, that's done purposely because, and then in the next scene, um, Martin gives this speech. Well, wait, hold on. You know, in a following scene, he gives a speech before that. King mm-hmm. meets Jimmy's grandfather at the morgue. Okay, with uh, uh, Orange with Common. Yeah, um, he's talking to his grandfather mm-hmm. about. We don't know that they're at the morgue yet. We just see King consoling. Uh, Mr. Jackson about the loss of his grandson. Mm-hmm. He asks, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? All right. We learn he's 84. And that Jimmy Lee Jackson promised that when this was all over, he'll be able he'll be able to vote. Yeah. Uh, we learn that uh, he was in the Jimmy army. Jimmy was in the army, yeah, fought in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, this was also explored in Ali. The yeah. just the disparity. I mean, now history has shown that it's not like the fight in Vietnam was very noble, right, or anything, but. <laughs> Uh, you know, they're having us put our bodies on the line to come help home. people on foreign soil where yeah. we're not even protected in our own country. Exactly. Or respected. And then uh, at the end of the conversation, we just like the camera pans out and we see Jimmy's body covered with the blanket. Yeah. And we see that to the morgue. Mm-hmm. Now we're at Jackson's funeral. Yeah. And there's and this big speech. Yeah. There's a big banner that says, racism killed my brother mm-hmm. and yeah he gives this speech where he's where he is just like we know that uh, a white officer pulled the trick pulled the trigger but who else hand was on the trigger right and he mm-hmm. starts to go down the line of you know white people that stand by and then every white, white lawman yeah every, every white lawman racist white politician every mm-hmm. And then he even goes to say every white preacher that isn't mm-hmm. telling their congregations yep. to come down here and join this fight. Mm-hmm. 
And he also says that every black man that sits by and, and watches this happen, who isn't out here marching with us, says is it. also responsible for this. Says they killed JFK. They killed Malcolm X. This is the first we hear about it. It happened off screen. Cause yeah. It's not, I mean, we just have to hear about it, I yeah. guess. We saw it in Ali. Yeah. Um, we saw in Ali that there was a picture of them shaking hands. Right. So they did meet on common ground. It wasn't just like he came to speak yeah. and then left and then Martin came out. I mean, they didn't really show that. but I just you know, like that's that it's happens. a line because it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, they got Malcolm. Yeah. We didn't even see it. It's like you just have to accept it and it just yeah. moves on. And they killed JFK. They killed Malcolm. They, mm. they killed Jimmy. How many more people do they have to kill mm-hmm. so we can get the, the constitutional right to vote? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Martin at his most powerful, you know, he's at the, uh, what's it called? Podium. Podium. Yeah. He's at the podium speak, speaking, uh, you know, this florid language of the, um, but then we cut right from there to now he's just laying down on a couch and he's got his head in his hands. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is what you want from these kinds of biopics where you get to see, the side of the person that they don't tell you about right. and in in martin's case it's that he was a human being and not just uh, this, an incredible leader yeah. and eventual martyr yeah which yeah when he's talking about jfk being killed malcolm x being killed you know he's gonna be next on that list yeah because we have the the history mm-hmm. the knowledge of history so the next scene is them talking about the issues that people face trying to vote right yeah they're brainstorming what uh specific policies they need to work to dismantle next because their movement's very specific and uh planned yeah and it uh this uh picture uh strives to show the work that went into it Mm -hmm. brainstorming and so the first issue that is brought up brought up is um that voters address addresses are put in the newspaper so anytime a black person gets the right to vote their address is put in the newspaper for anyone to go pay them a visit Mm -hmm. the next issue is the poll tax yeah which means you have to pay for every every year you weren't allowed to vote yeah uh, th- that's a property property issue. Yeah. And then the last one, which is probably the most important one is the voter vouch. Yeah. Which, um, you have to get someone to vouch for you in order to vote. Now, if you're black and black people can't vote, no one's going to vouch for you in the South because a majority of, you know, the white folk, if they aren't racist, they aren't willing willing to put their name on the line for you and then even towns where there are no white where there are no uh black folks registered to vote how Mm. you don't have the one to vouch for the other so where do you even start where do you start so that's that's the first issue that's the big one is the vouch yeah all these different ways in which uh their right to vote is being suppressed and then the next scene is another meeting with lyndon b johnson Mm -hmm. where uh Martin tells him about the plan to march from Selma to Montgomery, that mm-hmm. they intend to to amplify the uh, the violence and the resistance from the state. Mm-hmm. Um, but LBJ says it's too dangerous. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. You're going to get people killed. Yeah. Martin says, well, wh- how about you just go propose uh, 
go talk to Congress right now, tell them to get this legislation together. Yeah, for Martin is LBJ is not ready. It's so it's so simple. It's just like you are the president, you you have so much power, you can just go in there and just say, "Hey, let let these people vote without discrimination." Yeah. Um but for LBJ, it's not that that easy. And he he accuses MLK of of wanting death and violence. Mm. And saying, like, this is what you wanted. You wanted someone to die so that you can get a march. Mm-hmm. Which is so wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, LBJ has a line. Listen, you're just an activist. You only have one issue. I'm a politician. I have hundreds. Yeah. But we literally just had a scene where we learned it's not just one issue. Right. Even, even within... I mean, civil rights is a huge thing that's not yeah. just about voting, but even with, just within voting, there's all these different specific laws that are in place or mm-hmm. policies that suppress the votes, mm-hmm. multiple. Um, and frankly, Martin Luther King Jr. was a politician in addition to being an activist, mm-hmm. as we see in on screen. Yeah. Um, while LBJ and Martin are talking, we get a scene with... Uh, with young Lee, and yeah. white, mm-hmm. uh, Giovanni Ribisi and Andre Holland, where uh, Ribisi's saying, "Listen, you got to protect Martin Luther King. He's there's a um, the FBI is telling us that there's yeah. a lot of death threats against him. Yeah, and you guys should like not put him on the front line. Mm-hmm. But they're not gonna back down. They're not gonna back down. And then LBJ leaving the meeting very uh, unsatisfied. Yeah. Then. Uh, tells her BC, you know what? Call Hoover. Yeah, we're ready to to dismantle the family. Right. But he just says, "Get Hoover." And right, I get. I got so scared watching mm-hmm. that because I'm just like, "Oh, what? What call is this?" Yeah, yeah. So, MLK's infidelities gets exposed to Coretta. Well, through a call, it's a it's a fake recording. Of uh, MLK being supposedly engaging mm-hmm. in sex <laughs> uh, with a woman other than Chris Scott King. And he, mm-hmm. he's, his response, classic, uh, moralized by Shaggy, says, It wasn't me. It wasn't me. And she. Chris says, I know. I know what you sound like. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But she's smart. Yeah. And she knows that even if that recording wasn't real, it's not based entirely on falsehoods. Right. So she confronts him. Mm-hmm. And she asks, do you love me? And he says, yes. Right away he says yes. And then she asks, do you love any of the others? And he takes this pause. super long pause. Yeah. And then says no. Yeah. And that was all you needed. Mm-hmm. And now we've got him calling... Andrew Young saying, listen, we got to put off the march by a day. I need to be home right now with my family. Yeah. And uh, the call, another one of these sequences where the dialogue from one scene is carried over to another. Mm-hmm. While he's talking about being, the importance of being home with his family. Yeah. He's, uh, we see him going into his children's bedrooms, watching over them as they sleep. Yeah. Um, but and they can- the FBI 
we're reminded again yeah. with the FBI seal and the typewriter text that the tape was delivered and the residential wiretap is active. Yeah. Because they, they're, uh, they're renting. Mm-hmm. They're, they're renting. Actually, uh, I just want to take a moment to talk about um, her her acting. Um, Coretta, Co- Coretta Scott. Carmen. Um, Carmen yeah. I- Iago? What? I- Jugo, Jogo, Ijogo. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm butchering her name. But she, Carmen, she apparently portrayed Coretta Scott King previously while uh, Coretta was still alive, and Coretta approved of it, and then she was brought back into this. Awesome, because she is like really phenomenal, and she gives like this really tearful speech, this monologue about you know um, her closeness to death. Mm-hmm. And how that is just like tearing her apart. Yeah, she can take everything else, him not being home and being mm-hmm. away, doing all this other stuff, but the death that yeah. is taking the toll. Yeah. She can take the infidelity. Yeah. But not the death. Um, Pretty so, devastating. Yeah, Martin's going to stay with his family, but he, he, he can't stop the march. He can't ho- hold it off. For his personal reasons. Mm-hmm. So they agree uh, to let it happen, but that um, only one leader. Yeah, they don't the want organization. the yeah. whole move, the, all the leadership of the movement to end up in jail. So yeah. uh, they're going to draw straws. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. We get a montage. <laughs> so simple. Like in, in uh, preparation for the, the march, we mm-hmm. get a montage of all the different troops gathering. Mm-hmm. And I say all because it's not just the the SCLC versus the Alabama State State Troopers. We also have the dramatic tension of the SNCC. Yeah. Uh, John Lewis wants to march with King, but yeah. uh, who was the James? James didn't want to uh, do it, and he says, "Listen, you're you're no longer. If you march, you're just marching as John Lewis, yeah. not SNCC." Yeah. Um, and he decides to join. So it's not just the blacks versus the whites. Yeah. There's a the, the, the picture works to show the, the complexity of yeah. different positions held by folks in the movement. Yeah, you have in this montage, which is great, is that you see the protesters, you see them getting ready for or learning how to be nonviolent, right? Yeah, Gearing up. There's lots of courses on you have to be trained for you nonviolence. You have to be trained as we saw you react humanly. As and, we saw if yeah. you're not uh you'll be violent in return and that's not the goal of Yeah. So they do this thing where like they snatch signs out of people's hands mm-hmm. and you pretty much have to just stand there and let your sign be taken. Mm-hmm. Um and then you see the is it, are they law enforcement? Was that the law enforcement or was that just, uh, just yeah, regular Yeah, it, it was the state troopers. They are pretty much, um, talking about killing and dumping them in the river to mm-hmm. never see them again. So here you, you have the two sides. You have violence yeah. and, and, and nonviolence happening. Uh, and then we get. They draw sticks. Yeah. Jose Williams mm-hmm. draws a short stick. Wendell Pierce. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's the one that's going to march. Yeah, he's the one in the front. And uh, I love how the march progresses throughout the movie. Because mm-hmm. when it first starts, it's just them on the sidewalk. They're on the sidewalk. Yeah, then pretty much on like a line of, of two. On one side of the Edmund, uh Pettus Bridge. Yeah, because Wallace, 
Wallace comes up with some BS excuse about traffic. They can't march because it'll get in the way of traffic. Yeah. So now they're on the sidewalk. The march is small enough for them to be on the sidewalk. Yeah. And they're, they're walking down. They reach the end of the bridge and they are met with, um, law enforcement on, 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 with gas masks and on horses and in cars and, and white spectators yeah, they, with Confederate they flags stop, and signs. They stop and Jose says, may I speak to the major? Yeah. He just wants to talk. Yeah. The response is all the troopers just put down their gas masks and yeah, wield no their, their billy clubs. Yeah. This uh, sequence, whereas a, a lot of the other um, scenes are kind of narrated by the FBI's tabs that they're keeping on. This is now a reporter calling in his story. Yeah. So you get playing with time a little bit because mm-hmm. he's calling in the story after the events. Mm-hmm. He's in a phone booth. Yeah. Because that's how reporters used to work. They would have to just read out the story to the yeah. people at the I like the way this is framed with the reporter. Yeah. So now the press is uh, telling the story. It's yeah. not the FBI telling the story. So progress. Yeah. And the well, media, a, the press... It's a, terrible, it's a hard story. <laughs> yeah, the, the press is actually... 70 million people are watching, right? Mm-hmm. So this is stated to us. 70 million people are now watching, and they're seeing uh, black folk being beat and chased and gassed and whipped. Only barely seeing it because the, the troopers are trying... They, they had this idea, I guess, to try to stop visibility. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, they they have like gas yeah um but as the reporter states there were several seconds before the gas settled in where you could see billy clubs being uh used against black bodies and the, the horrific violence and the the horses and mm-hmm. the everyone running and yeah yeah and in a way um unfortunately this is kind of what tear gas sorry. what uh what Martin and his organization wanted. They wanted the world to see, mm-hmm. you know, the violence that is, that's being presented to the folk of, of the South. Um, and we, we get to see it. We get to see people in their homes being greatly affected by, you know, what's being presented mm-hmm. to them. Um, because it's one thing to, to hear it, to, to talk about it, but it's another thing to actually see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that, that, that news report, that, that little bit of footage incites a big, a big change for, for, for the, the movement in Selma. Fortunately, we do see John Lewis who, despite, uh, the, uh, the other members of, uh, SNCC saying mm-hmm. don't march, he marches and he we marches. see he, that he's badly injured. Yeah. He gets beat. Um, there's, there's Among also like others. this, like this incredible shot. It makes me well up where it's the, the guy on the horse with a whip. Yeah. It just invokes that image, the image that it, it, yeah, it wants yeah. you, it, it wants you to like envision that. Yes. Yeah, essentially telling you, showing you that this is just a continuation of that. Yeah. Of that oppression. Mm-hmm. And, uh. So now King is uh, speaking. They've got the attention. So now he, he makes his, uh, on national television, he makes his call to action is for that... people to come in and join them. Right. Um, 
What is that? An envoy, con- uh, envoy, like a triage, right? A mm. triage where all the in- uh, injured people are taken. Oh yeah. So uh, um, they're they're not taken to a hospital. They're taken to a chapel. Yeah, it's a church where um, they're being treated. Mm-hmm. And um, there's this one man who has had enough, and he wants to go out there and shoot people. Right. And. Uh, there are many moments in this movie where uh, they are talking to us, um, the viewer, um, and this is one of those that are that's very clear to me, mm-hmm. and where um, Andre Holland um, portraying Andrew Young mm-hmm. is he's not only talking to that man trying right. to convince him like, hey, getting a gun and going out there and shooting them. Um, it is going to make things worse, right? Because they have way more firepower. And as a viewer, you're watching this and you're, you're probably feeling angry and you want yeah. something to happen, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's important that this is said because we can't win that way. We can't fight fire with fire when their fire is bigger, you know? And that, that has to be stated. Like, I know it looks bad. I know that we're hurt right now, but we can't fight the way that they're fighting. Yeah, just like... uh their whole thing of negotiate, demonstrate, resist. The movie itself is demonstrating, just showing us, setting the stage, saying this is why yeah. nonviolence. This is why. Um, this is why Dr. King's movement was the one that led to uh, yeah. civil rights. Mm-hmm. So after his King's call to action, uh, we got people busing buses coming into Selma. Yeah. And uh, a lot of clergy people mm-hmm. and a lot of white folks joining the fight yeah. because they read the story, they saw it on TV, mm-hmm. they're aware of the horrors and they can't let it uh, pass by And because they've been urged by this public figure, Dr. King, who already has the Nobel Peace Prize. I just want to state that. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, any other Martin Luther King biopic would end with the I have a dream speech or end with him getting the Nobel Peace Prize or yeah. something. But that's just a start and I love it. Um, um, so we get uh, another LB, LBJ scene where um, he's frustrated and, and Lee um, is trying to like just come up with a solution. He tells Johnson, just uh, give, uh, give them the march. Like let them let them walk through. Like just make that call. And and Johnson's just like, MLK doesn't care about the march. The march is not what he wants. He wants to change the law, and yeah. he's just frustrated because I guess he's 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 working on it, but he just can't put it through. And he, he's just like, they need to end it. Both of them. Wallace needs to end it, and Martin Luther King Jr. needs to end it. Yeah, and now, as if there wasn't uh, enough star power, we see Cuba Gooding Jr. and Martin Sheen, Cuba Gooding Jr., portraying uh, Gray, the the attorney of the civil rights movement, Mm -hmm. Martin Sheen, Judge uh, Manis. Yeah, Uh, Manis Johnson. So they're, uh, Cuba's saying, uh, you gotta let the march go forward, but the judge isn't allowing it. Yeah, you have to go through the... The, the due process, you know, you have to go to court in order to make it um, proper. And we, yeah, and we meet uh, James Reeb, played by 
Jeremy Strong, who's the, the lead on the show Succession, because, like, every small character <laughs> just has their own TV show or movie now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a, a white priest from Boston who's uh, urged to join by Dr. King's words. Yeah. And uh, we see him uh, interviewed on TV, like, what brought you here? Why are you here? Because mm-hmm. now, um, now there there's a white folks advocating for the civil rights, which we did not see one white folk yet in the whole movie yeah. uh, with the same viewpoints. Mm-hmm. And at this Talking point... W- waking up that white consciousness. Right. Yeah. And at this point, we get the FBI text again mm-hmm. saying that uh, they're going to be marching again. Mm-hmm. One third of the crowd are white and there's clergy present. Yeah. What I like about this is at this point, we're not learning anything from that text. Everything mm-hmm. we already saw clergy present white yeah. folks are coming in they're going to be marching at this point the fbi is behind right they're trying to catch up mm-hmm. because it's a movement and it's moving forward yeah and uh it's not fbi or the federal government uh dictating how the narrative is going how the movement is going it's yeah. all the movement mm-hmm. so we get the the second march right this time they're not on the sidewalk yeah. Locked arm in arm. Dr. King is present. Yeah, it's, it's taking up the whole now. half of the bridge. Yeah. They're on the streets. Mm-hmm. And uh, they stop halfway down yeah. the bridge. Mm-hmm. They can see the police. Yeah, the state troopers are back. And that's all there is. It's just the police. There's no policeman on horse. There's no right. uh, spectators with signs. There's, there's none of that. No. They aren't meant with that. They aren't meant with that same aggression. Um, yeah, and there's a, one of them gets on the loudspeaker and says, you may proceed. And then all the troopers step aside, yeah. open up path, mm-hmm. but they're all still stopped. And yeah. then Dr. King kneels to pray. Yeah. And everyone else on that bridge follows his lead Yeah, and kneels. And we get this huge wide shot just of all the people participating this is where you get to see they're taking up the whole side of the bridge and just the movements growing Mm -hmm. and he stops and prays yeah and he gets whatever answer he's praying for and he he turns away he turns around which uh at the moment seems like a waste yeah seems like a a waste of uh of people time but I mean, I mean, right away we get we get into his headspace, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, now, now Snick we're back is at ang- the Well, not just yeah. Snick, but I mean, Snick is the voice of the people that are angry. Yeah, and so they're get, just uh, like, what was that? I keep forgetting that character's James. name. James. James. Yeah, he's uh the 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 one representative from Snick who didn't march in the first march. Yeah, is the most vocal about what? Why did we turn around? Mm-hmm. why this happened that's a waste um we finally have uh the white supporters yeah and we know they're not going to be here long we should have taken advantage yeah of we should have used that to our advantage and then we get john lewis with a bandage on the back of his head reminding us what he went through yeah um saying listen you didn't even want to march last time now you're mad that we didn't march All right like who are you to talk? But, right. But James is getting really angry. He's in a church, but he says, "I don't goddamn care." And I was like, "Whoa, watch your language." <laughs> yeah. Listen, it was, it was Dr. King's decision. Yeah, and um, Dr. King pretty much uh, says like he was concerned that 
it was a trap. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they would walk through there and that they would close off the bridge. And it's, it's a 50 mile walk that mm-hmm. they were planning from Selma to Montgomery. Yeah. yeah. And there was just like, we, we wouldn't have made it. He said, we wouldn't have made it 10 miles. We might have made it past the bridge, but we wouldn't have made it to Montgomery. Yeah. And they probably just wanted to show that now the troopers are complying and letting yeah. the protesters march. But yeah, there'd probably be something sketchy happening. Yeah. And I suppose this is Martin admitting that they weren't truly ready to, to go through with the march. If they weren't mm-hmm. actually prepared to walk past them and do that 50 mile walk he, at that moment. He asked God. Yeah. And God said no. And we get further explanation in the next scene where it's a uh, aforementioned James Reeb uh, with a colleague, mm-hmm. white colleague. They're leaving a diner. And they're talking about the what had happened because they were part of the march. And yeah. he's saying, well, when he was praying, he was probably asking God. And uh, God probably told him to turn back. And we were just follow. We have to just follow him. Yeah. And now there's more uh, horror. Yeah. Horrific violence. Yeah. Um, the two the two of them that that were a part of the march, mm-hmm. they get beat up. Um, they get beat um, for being allies. Yeah. Called pretty nasty language. Yeah, allies uh, in a less nice nice way. Um, and um, not only are they beat, but um, one of them gets killed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Jim Orange comes while, uh, while uh, Martin's shaving because yeah. he's a human in this picture. We get to see him <laughs> shaving. Uh-huh. Love it. Um, saying some some more folks were hurt. Yeah. And uh, he says, uh, who? And he says, white clergyman from Boston. Yeah. How hurt? Dead. Yeah. Um, yeah, Reeb was murdered. Yeah. And we get a scene of Martin's writing Coretta a letter. It's pretty heartbreaking because he says, at this time when I need you most, I can't call you. I can't call him because he knows the FBI is listening. He can't tell him the plans. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the Hoover's whole plan of breaking down the family, it's, it's getting to King. He doesn't have yeah. that support that he, that he usually does. Yeah, it's he working. Needs. He probably sent that letter in under an alias because there's no way they would not have intercepted that letter. Right. Um, now I kind of wish, um, watching this movie that. I don't know. I feel like after seeing like the news, the media come into like the foreground of this movie mm-hmm. that in that clergy's man's death, that there would have been like some like media attention and like what what that death meant exactly. Right. I, I think it's implied. I think um, the reason they don't do that maybe is because in, the, in another scene where uh um, Martin's calling LBJ. Mm-hmm. LBJ's mad that uh, people are taking tours of the White House and staging sit-ins right there in his house. Maybe that is the uh, the he, response. He asks to Martin it. to stop it. Martin wants to sense. Martin once again says, "Only you can stop it." Then he says, "Hey, it was nice of you to call Reeb's family. Yeah, you sh- if only you could have extended the same courtesy to the family of Jimmy Lee Jackson. Yeah. So for I think for the movie for Ava to have it." Show condense, yeah. the response to that it's 
I don't, I don't think she want, wanted to. Uh, I'm, I'm making this up. It's a theory. Yeah, I don't yeah. think she wanted to amplify that over the death of Jimmy Lee. Okay. I mean, we see the results mm-hmm. later. Um. Now, a nice drive. Yeah. With Martin and John Lewis. Yeah, I, I, I like this scene only because it confirms what Martin was thinking previously when mm-hmm. they were on the bridge. Yeah. Um what's what's his his uh his the character name? The John, John Lewis? Yeah, John Lewis. Pretty much says like so when we did the Freedom Rides, when we reached the city limits, we got out and we were like bombarded. From all sides, men, yeah. women, and children, children yeah. scratching the face of my friend while his father beat him with the blunt yeah. side of an axe. Yeah, and they had no protection. They had they had nothing. It's a massacre. And yeah, this is pretty much like what Martin was thinking when he was just like, if we go through there, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. You know, but he pretty much ends it like saying like, we can't, we can't, we can't end it. Yeah, John yeah, Lewis says, despite, despite all that, the very next day, I traveled to see you speak. Yeah. Do you remember what you said? And King says, I, I'm sure you remember it much differently. Yeah. What did I say? So now we get King's words through the next generation, through mm-hmm. John Lewis saying, you said that we would triumph because there could be no other way. Mm-hmm. You said, fear not, we've come too far to turn back now. So now John Lewis is kind of weaponizing King's words against him, not, yeah. not really weaponizing him, kind but, of uh, um, using his own motivation, saying, "Hey, you motivated me. Let me motivate you back. We've got to continue." Yeah, because at this point, he's growing more fatigue. Yeah, yeah, and he's just like, "We can't continue like this." Um, so now we get a court case. Yeah, we now get we're the court. In court. Yeah, uh, we get it back with a uh, Martin Sheen sitting mm-hmm. at the bench, mm-hmm. Kubo Gooding Jr. defending the case. Mm-hmm. We don't see much of the case. No, I like how it's just shown like each of them sitting down. It's a montage and, um, while uh, the judge is delivering his verdict. Mm-hmm. So we get the voiceover of that. Um, and yeah, it's just each person sitting down to testify. We don't yeah. see their their um, testimony, just mm-hmm. these are the people. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, it's not a Martin Luther King Jr. movie. It's the movement. It's, it's the, the people. movement, yeah. Um, it's a John Lewis movie. It's an Annie Cooper movie. It's an Andrew Young movie. It's yeah, yeah, love it. <laughs> so the they, the verdict being that they're allowed to march. Yeah, yeah, they won their approval. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't know. Um, yeah, and uh, so they they win their the approval. It's official. It's legit. Um, and because of so, uh, they have the opportunity to make it bigger. Mm-hmm. Um and really do uh, it big, yeah. And uh, Henry Belafonte, and mm-hmm. uh, a famous actor and activist, um, is going to charter a plane, yeah, to get a bunch of folks down there, a bunch of of celebrities, yeah, a bunch of people Peter, that Paul, and will Mary bring, are going to yeah, perform. Uh, Nina Simone, like all yeah. of these people are going to come down. That's just going to bring more eyes, more attention. Yeah, you know? I like the line where it's like, you mean we get Peter, Paul, and Mary? <laughs> They're all coming. <laughs> now we have a scene, like they're they're all getting set to march. It's gonna be this whole big thing. Yeah. Third time third time's the charm. Yeah. 
now Wallace. now we get the scene with George Wallace and yeah. LBJ, and it just completely mirrors the scenes previous between LBJ and Martin, but this time LBJ yeah. is pretty much repeating verbatim what Martin said yeah, to him is. against Wallace. Like, how do you want to be remembered? Do you want to be the person saying, wait, or I can't? Yeah. Um, and then George Wallace is like, you got to stop this march. And uh, LBJ is like, you're the only person that can stop it. Mm-hmm. Just, and, she's uh, saying, hey, you've got the power. Wallace is just playing around the law. He's not saying that blacks don't have the right to vote. Mm-hmm. But he's also not going to allow them to vote. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I, re- I really like this scene because uh, I feel like in most movies, uh, when, when it comes to uh, like the white characters in like these like civil rights moments, um, yeah. it all comes down to legacy hmm. and how they want to be remembered. So here you have LBJ looking at the, in the face of someone who maybe previously he uh, not agreed with, but was actually was actually on the same someone side. Someone he with, worked right? with, or someone he saw maybe as a side. He spoke previously about we need both sides to call yeah. this off. He saw them as as equal in, mm-hmm. in worth. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, and now he's looking at him. He's just like, wow, I cannot. Uh, be on the same page in the history book as you. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like I can't end up with you because you are very wrong. And it, 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 I, it's in that moment where he gets to look at him in the face and be like, yeah, I can't, I can't sit by anymore. And I guess at this point, anyway, he found, uh, he found the right way to bring the bill to, uh, legislation. Well, he's finally speaking to Congress. Yeah. And, he says, listen, tomorrow Tomorrow we got to meet. We needed an immediate pass of bills to eliminate these restrictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, something he could have done in the beginning, but it took the actions of the movement to yeah. uh, get the national attention and yeah. to garner more and more support and build and build yeah. and push him to make this speech. Yeah, the even though Even though historians say that maybe LBJ was always on King's side, the I think the movie doesn't paint him as a villain. It just shows that he... F- was in a bind and yeah. politics. Yeah, politics a, uh, and took, so, it took by, a little convincing. Politics. Yeah. Um, and he was changed. And that uh, that's the difference between LBJ and Wallace because Wallace was not changed even after no. the media. No. And um, now we get the march. Yeah. Final march. They were on the sidewalk in the first one. Yeah. They're on one side of the street in the second one. Yeah. Now we get the sweeping shot. They're taking over the whole the damn bridge. The whole bridge is and full of some. people. Yeah. And then you get to see like this this big shot of like how far it goes back. It goes mm-hmm. back like miles. There's so many pe- people this time around. It just, White, black, and otherwise. Just a otherwise. great visualization of how the movement built. It, it built. Yeah. And uh, King's influence and how he wielded that and uh, worked it and... I mean, the whole movie is just that he did this yeah. and this and this yeah. happened. Worked with these people, mm-hmm. gives it all those all those people credit. Yeah, and then shows, and it got to this. Yeah, I, man, do, do does uh, does uh, David and Carmen look just like uh, MLK and Coretta Scott when they're when they're walking and they they have that outfit on that outfit like that yeah. blue short sleeve button up shirt and that white yeah. hat and she has like her hair is like and that like wavy with the with the shades and it's just like it's so it's just yeah it just really comes together like costume design at, on this yeah done by Ruby Carter. Carter yeah 
Ruth Carter Ruth also Carter, did Ali. Or no, she didn't do Ali. She did uh, What's Love Got to Do With It. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. She, she's great. Yeah. I mean, the, the only it. costume designer I know by name. True. <laughs> but gotta love it. Um, and the march is a intercut with the historical newsreel footage, black and white. Yeah. Of the real figures marching. Yeah, and I really like this. As if this cast wasn't stacked enough. You get more. Harry Belafonte's in this movie. Yeah. Paul Newman's in this yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as themselves in yeah, history. Yeah, as themselves, but yeah. They, <laughs> this is so stacked. But, um, yeah, this movie came out um, around the same time as the, the Black Lives Matter movement was really starting to garner mm-hmm. um, national uh, attention. Mm-hmm. And... I think like that sequence and showing the celebrities, um, this being an Oscar movie that was nominated for best picture, all the celebrities got the DVD, they can watch it. It's kind of saying, Hey, you got to speak up. You got to, you have this immense influence and power. Yeah. Uh, join us. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, it's real beautiful. You get to see this wonderful footage. You get mm-hmm. to not only see the marches, but you get to see the the faces of, of people holding correct Confederate flags mm-hmm. and opposing them and sticking their middle fingers up at the camera and spitting and, and doing yeah. all about type of stuff. But then, um, we got them on camera. We got That's them on their camera. Legacy. That's their legacy. Um, and MLK gets to, uh, the Capitol. They make yeah. it and he gets to deliver his, his speech, which, um, a, a small part of this movie we forgot to mention is, um, John Doerr door um which mm-hmm. is somewhere that they were negotiating with yeah he was a representative of the government talking he was in selma with dr king trying yeah. to talk him out of doing the yeah the uh the march yeah he was just concerned well in his final scene he was concerned that they weren't weren't going to be able to protect him because mm-hmm. it gets a little tricky once they get into like with those buildings yeah. and stuff um but no he makes it he makes it and he gets to deliver his speech he makes it and in that scene where he's saying we don't know if we can protect you king says listen i'm just a man i'm just one person yeah. this is a whole movement mm-hmm. so he says it's not about me it's about the movement yeah um and he recognizes that and i think history has shown that mm-hmm. while he has this great influence it um has continued without him the mm-hmm. speech the final speech it starts as voiceover mm-hmm. um during the the newsreel footage of the march mm-hmm. um so now this last bit finally narrated by martin mm-hmm. he's he's telling the story at the end whereas first it was the fbi dictating everything then the press mm-hmm. but now he's got the voice yeah and he's got like 11 microphones pointing right at yeah. him uh as if the the idea of amplifying wasn't um clear enough yeah um the speech which wasn't a real speech yeah is a good uh, speech sure does seem like a speech he would have given and also very relevant with all the the affectations of dr mm-hmm. king the rhyming the em- embellishing the the language the the metaphors mm-hmm. uh it's just pretty pretty beautiful and yeah he maybe, talks about i should have fought for more for screenwriting credit <laughs> apparently rewrote David? If not ninety percent of the speeches, uh, no Ava. Oh Ava, uh, rewrote definitely 
all of Martin's uh, speeches. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in typical, do you remember anything he said in speech? Um, I mean, not specifically. Okay. The general idea of it. I know it ends with him saying, glory, hallelujah, mm. his truth is marching on. All right. You know, we saw a series of marches and he's saying, God, his, his truth mm-hmm. is marching. The truth, the what's right, mm-hmm. what's just, it's progress. We're getting there. It's, yeah. it's moving. And then we get a little, uh, like, conclusion on each character. In typical historical biopic fashion. Yeah. yeah we see the, the character mm-hmm. and the the text pops up. Yeah. The, the Mr. Lee one makes me... It makes me tear up so much. Yeah, Jimmy um, Lee Jackson's grandfather. He got to vote. And he was the, he first, was the first in his family to vote at 84. Yeah. We yeah. see... Um, Several of these people have held political office. Andrew Young was governor, mm-hmm. uh, I believe. You know, John John Lewis served in Congress for many, many, many years. May he rest mm-hmm. in power. Passed recently. Um, and there's uh, Martin was assassinated, as we know, thirty nine, age thirty nine. People, it, it always amazes me. I forget when people say, um, like. And Frank and, and, and Martin Luther King Jr. were born the same year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you have, like, their lives are so much entangled, entangled in these two, like, great historical events that seem so far apart, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not. They're yeah. really close to each other. We're all one. Yeah. One fight leads into another fight into another fight. Um, Coretta... Uh advocated for a national holiday mm-hmm. you know martin luther king day yeah we know that yeah uh, just, and just she passed. never she never remarried yeah um and what uh governor wallace was paralyzed in assassination attempt yeah he tried to be president four times and failed tried to be president uh the sheriff uh i forget his name jim uh jim clark jim clark uh in the next election, was defeated by yeah. overwhelming, overwhelmingly defeated by the new influx of uh, black voters. Yeah, obviously I, that. Yeah, it's uh, it's really nice to see that like the change. Uh, we went to go see Just Mercy, and yeah. at the end of that, um, the sheriff in that stayed the sheriff until like his he retired mm-hmm. like nothing happened and same thing with like the mayor or the governor or something like that like they they were fine which is like upsetting and infuriating right. but also true but in this one it is really nice it does feel good to see like them lose their power yeah it ends on a feel good inspiring note um literally with a uh, john legend and common with their Academy yeah. Award-winning song, yeah. uh, "Glory." Yeah, and I, you know, thinking back on it, I'm glad that this doesn't end with his assassination. It doesn't show his death. It's not, you know, sensationalized his death or or Malcolm X's death. You know, no, yeah. it's because it's the the movement is is what it's about, and that's where we are. That's where we are. That's Selma. That's Selma. 
Yeah. I really, 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 <laughs> really, 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 really like this one. Yeah, I'm glad I, I finally I'm glad got around to watching it. Because yeah. it was one of those movies where where I was just like, I gotta be in the mood for it. It's one of those mm-hmm. ones. And then, like, you never get around to it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that I finally got around to it. I've watched it twice. Too. And I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you didn't hate it. There was a little, I mean, it's a, it's not an easy watch. Yeah, no. Um, and there's definitely graphic depictions of violence against black folks. Yeah. Um, which can be very hard. And, yeah. you know, there's some, some criticisms of this movie says it glorifies the violence with the slow motion and stuff, but I don't feel that. I don't feel way. that way that it glorifies it. It's yeah. supposed to present it in right. a way that affects you. Right. Yeah. Is Selma um, a movie, or or did you have more to say? I'm no, sorry. No, it, I can I can answer your question. Okay, is Selma a movie or a film? Film, film. It's a film, film. Okay. Or are we doing that? <laughs> it's no. It's a we, film. We can do that. Selma's a film. I was gonna say that Selma's a film. I mean, and I was gonna revert back to that because when I answered last week, you said it was stupid, and I was just like. You know what? Maybe we just go back to movie and film. Then. Um, movie and film was stupid too. <laughs> movie. Oh yeah. Okay. It's, it's all, all. But stupid. I feel like it, movie, movie, one. film, film, movie. Yeah, it gets real silly. It just we just dive more into I, it. I might have an, a movie film answer in the future. Yeah. Um. But I think this is a film. Um. I agree. Even though the way we talk about it. For for me, I think that's how I lately have been deciding if it's a movie or a film. I think about the discussion we just have and if it's like if we're reviewing a movie or uh if it's a movie review or film criticism and Mm -hmm. i think we've we've gone in depth about the different uh elements of filmmaking the costume design the sound the the editing the performances the casting the casting the casting (laughs) (laughs) um the music uh some of the shots everything yeah. yeah it's uh it's a film yeah and it's a damn good one. Do you agree? I agree. Okay. I agree. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well. <sighs> At Movie Film Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and now Instagram. Instagram. That's right. Follow us on Instagram. It is up and running. I will be making po- posts throughout the week uh, until we are all caught up. Yeah. So uh, follow us on Instagram for a trip through memory lane of our first 50 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um at movie film pod or movie film pod at gmail.com sorry if mm-hmm. you uh got any questions for us mm-hmm. or anything you know hit us up we're available we're listening <laughs> and we'll be back next week yeah the brand new episode of movie movie film film glory <laughs> oh my goodness. Will be glory